Why is it okay to go broke? Go for broke for a football and a baseball and a basketball or a rodeo or a golf course or a surf game. Why are you so okay to go broke for a broker's deal like that real estate godless company I worked for for several decades? They'll do anything. They'll sell their mother, their brother, their wife, their children for a deal. They'll sell their souls for a deal for money. Why is that okay to go broke to get a vote? to lie, to cheat, to hire the mob, to play with the ballot box, or to buy off some particular union group or some other group for votes? Why is it okay to go for broke to get in a movie? Let's get on the casting couch with a producer. When it comes to go for broke at a gym to win some bodybuilding contest or some video game, or some gambling mecca contests in Monaco or someplace. You're okay with that. You go for broke all the time, but you won't go for broke for God. You'll go for broke and break your neck to go for broke off of a 200-foot wave. Anything to go for broke. Risk your health. Get your head beat in a UFC fighting cage or boxing ring. Go for broke. Do everything you can. Put in as many hours. Wear yourself down to the bone so you can get a bigger house or a bigger yacht. Do have the doctor cut you and stuff you, mutilate you. Add on and take off so you can walk through the mall or a beach and look like a porn star or some actress. You go for broke, but not for God. Unless, of course, you are the pastor of some mega church that goes for broke to break the people so you can buy a jet and talk about how good God is while you've got poor people giving every penny of their check. You go for broke. Well, if it ain't broke, why fix it? No. If it ain't broke, we'll break it. That's your attitude. But when it comes to the Lord, you won't sacrifice anything. That's why the churches and the synagogues work perfect for you. They require nothing of you. You don't ever leave that service broken spirit, do you? Broken and humbled. Oh, it's great. You can't wait to go back next week. Because you have no conviction of sin on your wickedness. The hours and hours you put in to make money. Have no time to pray, do you? No time for God. You go for broke to put that needle in your veins or that cannabis down your throat or that coke up your nose or whatever other is your drug of choice. You go for broke. Did you take the caffeine booster so that you can pass that exam? You can get that title or that degree. Did you join that fraternity, that sorority, got drunk at the parties, at the kegs and the sorority sex parties? What did you do? You go for broke. But in the end, no, beloved, you are the one that will be left dead broke. Your money, your house, your mansion, your job, your deals, your fame, your sports memorabilia, your fans, your shirts, your franchises, your teams, your idols, 
your wigs, your bleached hair, your steroids, your hormones, your cars, your dogs, your pets, your cats, and all that won't be able to save you. And it won't be your political party. You can point out the matrix, the conspiracies, all those in-between things. Yes, they're all working to kill you, but no one is working to kill you more than the devil himself. You will continue to put your hope and trust in man and his organizations, your little climate change, libertarian, conservative right-wing groups, your denominations, and even your religion, but you will not put your trust in God or trust in him, would you? That cross is an execution apparatus. It's not a piece of jewelry to flaunt with diamonds and sparkling metals. It is a reminder that through this life you are to suffer. Jesus said, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world, but you are not willing to suffer. You're going to blame everything all the time, except the devil. You blame your daddy, you blame your mama, you blame your wife. Heck, you even blame you. But you don't blame who you should blame. The nature of sin. But there is a vaccine, by the way, a remedy. I know you do what the government tells you, what the doctors and the science, when they tell you to take the antidote. When the Lord says to take the blood of the lamb, follow my code and regulations, my mitzvahs in the Bible, the mitzvahs of the Torah, the scripture, the word of God doesn't need you to put your name on it. Not your denomination, not your King James, not your book of Mormon. It's not Muhammad. It's not Joseph Smith. It's not Joel Osteen or Rick Warren or whoever hell the name you want to throw in there. It's not the Pope. It's not the Catholics. It's not the Baptists. It's not the Methodists. It's not the Lutherans. It's not the Christians. It's not the Jews. It's just God, Yathevahe, maker, creator of the world, and of you, owner of your soul, who sent the atoning lamb for your repentance. He didn't send his word to make you Jewish he didn't send his word to make you Christian. He sent his word to make you his, that you acknowledge the Lord, your maker, and turn from your Canaanite, Amalekite, godless ways, your Sodomite ways, your promotion of abortion and immorality, including religion. Everything is a religion for you including religion. He did not send his word to make you religious. He sent his word to wash you of the sinful attributes and characteristics of the nature of our humanity in disarray, disembodiment, disenfranchised from relationship with him. Don't have to walk into a building. Don't have to wear a cross or a kippah or a hijab. Just love the Lord, your God, with all your heart. And serve him. Live purely and righteously. Serve him. Take off these other titles and brands. He didn't do this 
to give you a title or a brand other than children of God. Introduced to this world. Who do I serve? The Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Adonai Yetevahe, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov, Yasharel, the God of my forefathers, the only one. The only one, not one of many, one of none. He is the only one. It is a choice you make. You brand and post and bribe everything but him. The giver of life. To become children of the father. Sons and daughters of the father. Stop adding on. Leave him alone. He doesn't need to be custom fitted. Stop extricating and taking him apart. He's fine just as he is. You're not. Stop playing with God. Remember, you are his toy. He plays with you. And the only game that you'll ever win is when you allow the father to be the father to you rather than the judge. His will will be done. Just acknowledge your father. He wants to love you, not judge you. But if you leave and you prefer a man or a woman, an organization, an actor, an athlete, a politician over him, because you can't stand to actually become intimate with him, then don't cry about the consequences of that decision. You've decided. You chose death. The death that leads to eternal dying rather than life that leads to eternal living. You live too much of your life in the cobweb menagerie of the chaos in between your wretched mind. And then you live to fulfill whatever bit of that wretched life you have, fulfilling the directors of other people that live between their own chaos and wretchedness. You're seeking to appease and to please the wrong entities and persons rather than your maker and your Lord. Get your mind off of you. The Lord does have a plan. Read all of them. Some of those plans are for destruction and judgment and annihilation. Some of those plans are for resurrection, reconstruction and revelation, rejuvenation and renewal. Others, they've been pegged for condemnation. It's a building to be condemned not renovated. He doesn't have just one plan. He has a plan for every scenario that you possibly could be in. It's already been pre-planned, predestined. Choose right, love right, 
Give him your all. Get over yourself and throw yourself into him. And he will show and teach and guide you what view you should have of you. And in time, he'll show you more of him. He's for me.